Hello everybody. Welcome to Breakfast with Holly on the Talking Hearts podcast. Today is Sunday the 18th of April 2021. My name is Holly Maxwell Boydell and I am bringing you a little thought for the day every day through April. Today's subject is rest. Yesterday we spoke a little about contemplation and Today I thought I would stay a little bit on that theme. If you look back through the episodes through April, you'll see that we have a range of topics, starting with funnels and speaking on all sorts of things to do with personal and um, business growth generally, and the subject is empowerment. So today being Sunday, also the day after the funeral of the Duke of Edinburgh, and the awareness too that around the world many right now are experiencing grief of different sorts. And when I say different sorts, I mean different stages of grief. Um, Some have just lost loved ones, some are still processing. I'm aware of the pain that is prevalent Generally, it's something natural that we deal with, but at the moment in a pandemic, there is an acceleration of a sense of grief and we need to find ways to maintain our equilibrium through the waves. And so I thought it would be a good idea to make today's topic rest. Yesterday I heard the very sad news of the passing of a very, very dear friend who suddenly died and I am really, really mindful of the impact of her passing on their family and also many of us are thinking right now of the Queen and the Queen's family and we've all got someone we're mourning or know someone who is. And this isn't a subject that is easy to address. I'm not going to launch straight into grief, but I wanted to make note of it because I think that as part of the process of handling our grief, we need to allow ourselves permission to do what is needed to care for ourselves. And one of those things is rest. But rest is also something that we actually should be doing every week. We should be taking a seven-day week and making time within that seven-day cycle every week to down tools at some point in order to reassess and to regenerate and prepare for the seven days ahead. And I have been taught in um, brain training and various neuroscience modules and materials that I have read, I have been taught that it's actually really important for us to try and do this every single hour. So rather than trying to find the time for a half-hour meditation session or a three-hour meditation session or sleeping in for all hours at the weekends or whatever, we can make time through our day and our week every hour to have micro rests and these accumulate and they actually turn out to be 
really, really efficient ways to rest. They re help to revive the brain, which obviously helps to re revive the body and to keep us focused on what we need to do. And so, irrespective of your situation, what you're handling physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, or in, in any way, whether or not you are dealing with waves in your life, I just want to recommend that you try to take one minute, or perhaps up to three if you can, every hour, or a minute every 15 minutes even is even better, to stop, breathe, and yawn, and stretch, and relax. And just stop and become aware. Just rest in that moment. Another way you can rest is to take a cat nap. It's been shown that cat naps are actually very, very helpful and that if there is a time through the afternoon when you notice that you're becoming more sluggish and you notice it happens around a similar time every day and you're getting a regular amount of sleep, I'm going to suggest that you schedule perhaps 20 minutes in that time when you can find somewhere to close your eyes and allow yourself to just drift off. Now you don't want to go into a deep sleep that goes on for hours and hours unless your body is unwell and you need to do that obviously. But generally a cat nap will help to revive you and bring you back to your tasks with a second wind and more clarity potentially as well. In the resting we also have to make sure that we hydrate and it's as important while we're resting to hydrate and that means drink plenty of fluids especially pure water hydrate during rest times hydrate during work times that helps to nourish us helps to prevent all sorts of damage to our bodies and also helps to manage our stress another particularly important reason to rest is so that we don't overstress ourselves. And I just wanted to read to you a little from a book that I have called Ordering Your Private World by Gordon MacDonald. It's a book I bought in London many years ago. I bought it in 1989. Um, it's also got a study guide. It's actually a very, very good little book. And for those of you who believe in God, you will possibly find this easier to listen to. And if you don't believe in God, then I would ask that you just listen anyway for the, the things that you can use here. It really is helpful. And it's on the subject of rest. And this is resting beyond leisure. In six days the Lord made heaven and earth, but on the seventh day he ceased from labour and was refreshed. The literal translation from Exodus 31 verse 17 suggests the phrase, he refreshed himself. Does God indeed need to rest? Of course not. 
But did God choose to rest? Yes. Why? Because God subjected creation to a rhythm of rest and work that he revealed by observing the rhythm himself as a precedent for everyone else. In this way, he showed us a key to order in our private worlds. This rest was not meant to be a luxury, but rather a necessity for those who want to have growth and maturity. Since we've not understood that rest is a necessity, we have perverted its meaning, substituting for the rest that God first demonstrated, things called leisure or amusement. These do not bring any order at all to the private world. Leisure and amusement may be enjoyable, but they are to the private world of the individual like cotton candy to the digestive system. They provide a momentary lift, but they will not last. I am not by any means critical of the pursuit of fun-filled moments, diversion, laughter or recreation. I am proposing that these alone will not restore the soul in the way that we crave. Although they may provide a sort of momentary rest for the body, they will not satisfy the deep need for rest within the private world. Years ago, there was a famous ad campaign, he goes on to say, for a liniment which promised that the product would penetrate deeply into sore muscles, bringing relief from aches and pains. Sabbath rest penetrates to the deepest levels of fatigue in the inner private world. This fatigue is rarely touched by any of the modern amusements. So, when God rested, he looked upon his work, Gordon MacDonald goes on to say, enjoying its completed appearance, and then reflected upon its meaning. And God saw that it was good. This shows us the first of the three principles of genuine rest. God gave his work meaning and acknowledged its completion. In so doing, he taught us that there is a necessary exercise of appreciation and dedication for our routines. High-tech system planners like to use the phrase closing the loop to describe the completion of a phase in an electric circuit. They also use the phrase when they want to say that a task has been completed or that every person in a project has been informed or consulted. So you could say that on the seventh day, God closed the loop on his primary creation activity. He closed it by resting and looking back upon it to survey what had been accomplished. This rest then is first of all a time of looking backward, of loop closing. We gaze upon our work and ask questions like, what does my work mean? For whom did I do this work? How well was the work done? Why did I do this? And what results did I expect? And what did I receive? To put it another way, the rest God instituted was meant first and foremost to cause us to interpret our work, to press meaning into it, and to make sure we know to whom it is properly dedicated. And that excerpt I've just read to you 
is from pages 176 and 177 in Gordon MacDonald's book Ordering the Private World, which was published in the 1980s, and it's published by Highland Books. I hope that was informative and helpful for you. I would invite you to listen again tomorrow where we'll have another topic in this series of topics on the Breakfast with Holly show on the Talking Hearts podcast. I would also like to invite you to follow my blog, subscribe there, and you will receive an email into your inbox whenever there is a new blog post or a new podcast on the Talking Hearts show. I also would like to invite you to sign up to my newsletter, which you can find at www.thehollytreetales.com forward slash newsletter. Go there, sign up for the newsletter, and that will get you onto my mailing list. There is a newsletter coming out very, very soon, so if you get onto that newsletter, you will be in time Uh, If you get onto the mailing list, rather, you'll be in time to receive that newsletter. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Do go back and listen to the other episodes of the podcast. And it would be wonderful if you could subscribe or follow wherever you are listening to the podcast today. All the best and I shall be back with you again tomorrow. Take care. Bye for now.